It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So George, can you hear me? Can I hear you? Can someone hear me? I can hear you. Great. Yeah. I think this is a very interesting discussion you guys are having. Well, I have no idea what it was about because I can't hear whatever it is I'm uh, playing. It's an, That was an old uh, recording from June 2006. Wow. <laughs> so all I know is that it was somebody named Francesco and Paul. And we were talking about Earthling and the five stupidities. That's my note. <laughs> well, I found uh, this idea of, of Gendo. I hadn't heard of that before, so it kind of piqued my interest. Well, I'm glad. Um, well, tell me what's your interest. Uh, what, you know, yeah, tell me about you. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I live here in the Midwest in uh, Springfield, Missouri, and uh, I teach college, and I'm also an actor and director in the theatrical arts, uh, but I've been interested in philosophy and, and ontological thought for quite some time. So uh, uh, when it comes down to trying to define what reality is and what the world means to us, and I find that fascinating to listen to people's different opinions about that, and certainly uh, that the 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 distortion uh, that comes from trying to communicate about such things. Yeah, that sounds uh, like you've been playing in the same sandbox as I have, I guess. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's what kind of made me want to get on and uh, yeah. and uh, yeah. exchange some ideas. Although I'd have Although to take I'm issue with your use of the word ontology. Um, it's, it's always good to hear someone actually use a word like that, but um, I... Uh, you know, I, I'll just come right out and say it. As far as I'm concerned, ontology is a form of mental illness. Um, the only, it, it's a linguistic pathology. Uh, epistemology is the only rightful study that it seems to me. And, and language uh, is at the heart of that. Uh, well, we, we we can't really talk about what is. The only thing we can actually talk about is our experience. The idea well, just, of, of. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was agreeing. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say that um, the whole idea that there is something behind our experience that causes it, that's independent of our experience, is a theory. You know, it's a theory composed of language. And I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't say that it's an unuseful theory. I'd just say that uh, it's just a theory that uh, dogs and cats and potatoes probably don't have ontological theories to explain their experience. Only beings with language c- 
could uh, come up with the theory that there is something that's causing my experience, some external reality, some pre-existing situation. And like I say, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that as a theory, but it's only a theory. What we have is experience. And then uh, we can, you know, come up with stuff and try to talk about it. <laughs> Well, certainly, uh, if you again, I was uh, a moment ago. I was alluding to the the idea of general semantics with the. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you mentioned the map and not the territory. Have you read Korzybski? I've read some of it. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't delved a whole lot into uh, Korzybski himself, but certainly of various readings of people who, uh, that allude to his ideas. Uh, yeah. There was a. a a guy who passed away a few years ago, who was sort of a pop philosopher called Robert Anton Wilson, and he he was quite stimulating and always approached it from a, a a fun kind of way. And I think he's probably one of the first guys who started getting me thinking about uh, uh, that idea of that all I see is metaphor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's. Um, that's, that's, I think it's really important stuff. I think we are... Actually, I heard a new word the other day, uh, and I've been looking for it, and I think it's the right word, and the word is Noocene. And uh, for a while, I've been thinking that we are on the verge of a new epoch of, uh, of planetary history, that what's actually happening right now isn't really about humans. I mean, we're embedded systems in a larger system that's undergoing some sort of transformation. And, um, and they took the word from Noah's sphere, from Teilhard de Chardin, uh, about the, the thinking portion of the planet and extended it to the Noahcene epoch. That's the new epoch we are witnessing. And I think these, uh, these things that Wilson is talking about and lots of people are talking about these days are the the beginnings of a sort of coalescence of a new well actually i would say that even humans really aren't even a species we're a transitional uh group and that there's a new species emerging right now and you and i are uh, part of that that process oh my goodness i hope it makes me sound like i'm part of the illuminati there <laughs> Well, well, but, who yeah, knows? I maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly, I, I, I certainly think that uh, uh, that things are always in process. That the once you try to define something in a static kind of way, you immediately limit it and begin to distort it. So. Uh, yeah. uh, People talk about evolution as if it was something that happened in the past, and it's an ongoing thing process. We talk about creation, that somehow yeah. creation happened in the beginning, and that now it's just sort of running down, you know? <laughs> you know that the yeah, it always bothered me that... Itself, <laughs> Yeah, it always bothered process. me that uh, what in, in the, the seventh day God rested. I, I, I'm not sure yeah. if he's done yet. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he. I don't think he ever took any time off. Actually, I think he's still working on it. <laughs> they just forgot to mention the eighth day and the ninth day and the tenth day and the four billion <laughs> of creation. You know. Yeah. Really. Um. Yeah, uh, 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 
the, this term you're using, gendo, uh, is that connected to uh, uh, Zen in any way, and the idea of the Zazen meditation? Well, Zen has been a big part of my life. Uh, at least it was 40 years ago. I've uh, changed somewhat over the years, but Zen was a, a major part of my life for quite a while. And gendo uh, is a word I invented. Uh, it's Japanese. Of course, the characters are uh, uh, universal, actually. I mean, in the sense that Chinese and Japanese use the same characters. Um, and gendo literally means a way of language. And it's words, you know, it's like words with judo and aikido and all that, except that this is the way of language instead of the way of the warrior or the way of flowers or you know, whatever. Oh, okay, all right. I got. I get that now. All right, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what would you say is, is there an effective way of of approaching language? Oh, I think there are a lot of effective ways. Uh, you know, I've developed some uh, practices that I think are work working pretty well. Um, yeah, it's a little hard to just sort of answer a, a blanket question like that, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not I trying to pin that, you down. Uh, yeah, oh no, no, no. Listen, I love it. It's it's so good to talk to somebody new here. Listen, I, I've been really frustrated at talk show for ages because so few people come in here with the intention of actually having a conversation. People just come in and want to listen. That's why I resorted yeah. to playing these old conversations because uh, it got tedious sitting here waiting for somebody to show up that I could have a conversation with. So, George, I want to thank you for having the gut to call in here and figure it out. You say you're new to talk here? Yeah, I am. Actually, I just discovered it a couple of days ago. I'm um, thinking of a way of some way of marketing. Um, uh, the the artistic things I do. I'm getting ready to start directing a play of Frankenstein, a, an original script that's being written here in, in uh, Springfield, Missouri. So I was thinking, well, this might be a great way to to, uh, to start connecting with some of the local people. But also, I uh, I started looking at what other people are doing, and you certainly. I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit there. I missed that last sentence. Oh, I was just saying that um, I, uh, uh, while I was looking for mar ways of marketing and publicizing some theatrical productions I was doing, uh, uh, looking around, seeing what other people were doing, uh, you certainly piqued my interest with this uh, talk show. Ah, I see. Okay, good. Well, I'm really glad you're. I'm amazed, and you didn't have any trouble figuring out how to call in here. And and you, how did you get in here uh, on voice? Are you using Skype? Or, uh, I'm, uh, I was using uh, Gizmo. I tried using okay. uh, Shoe Phone. Uh, oh, that's I was awesome. using Shoe Phone. I was picking up these weird, rubbling distortions, and uh, it just didn't work. So I went to Gizmo, and it seemed to be working pretty well. Well, actually, uh, right all of a sudden, just as you said, it start, it's working well. It started breaking up. But you're right. Talk or shoe phone is well. Sometimes it works, but it's uh, not reliable at all. I use Skype. Uh, Skype out works really well, and I use Gizmo also. And Gizmo usually works well too. Is uh, is Skype a free service as well? Well, I use it. Uh, 
with Skype, you can you can get what's called Skype out for three dollars a month, which allows you unlimited calls to North America to regular phones. So I just dial in the regular phone number. I don't use the the VOIP side of it. Ah, uh, because three dollars uh, a month works really well for me to make unlimited phone calls all over the United States and Canada. So. Well, and and you're getting good results with that. Every once in a while, you're fading out on me, but I'm not sure if that's because of me or because of you. Well, it may not be you or me. It may be uh, TalkShoe itself. TalkShoe is um, pretty good, but it's far from perfect. (laughs) Well, at least it's something. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it allowed you and I to hook up, and that's uh, the important thing. I, as bad as TalkShoe is, it still allows uh, people to meet one another who are interested in similar ideas, and um, mm-hmm. that, that's why I'm here, is to hook up with uh, other members of my species. Um, I, I would like, if you don't mind, I'd like to amplify something I said a moment ago. Uh, because I think it's sure. important. Um, the idea that I said that humans aren't really a species, and I'm quite serious about that. Are you familiar with the term punctuated equilibrium? I'm not. Okay. Well, evolu- yeah, well, the evolution, the way I was taught in, in school, was that it's this agonizingly slow process that takes millions of years, millions of generations of uh, life for a new species to emerge. That is this gradual uh, thing that goes on. The problem with that theory, of course, is one that the Christians have jumped all over, is that the, the fossil record doesn't really support that very well. There aren't that many transitional uh, species or fossils. Uh, what you find is a long period of where there's one species, and then, boom, there's another species in its place uh, that's clearly related to it, but you don't really find that, that many transitional uh, fossils. Uh, but it wasn't until the 1960s that Stephen Gould and another guy whose name I inevitably forget wrote a paper, published it in one of the scientific journals, in which they suggested that evolution doesn't work that way at all. That, well, they made two basic uh, claims. First of all, species don't evolve. Ecosystems evolve. It's uh, pointless to talk about an individual species evolving because... They're all embedded, and, and uh, you know they don't change unless there's a reason for them to change. And secondly, was that uh, what happens is that apparently uh, these ecosystems remain stable, more or less, for millions of years. And uh, there's there's a sort of drift within the stability of that system. So the species change a little bit here and there, but essentially uh, are remain stable for millions of years. And then for some reason, ah, Dave just added his name, Eldridge. Thank you, Dave, because I always forget it. It's embarrassing. Well, anyway. Um, what what it amounts to is that these uh, systems apparently tend to be stable for long, long periods of time, and then for some reason that nobody really knows yet, something changes, some parameter gets pushed too far, or something happens, and then there's this dramatic shift in the whole ecosystem, and new species evolve in 
really almost instantaneously by geological periods in tens or hundreds of generations anyway. And uh, when you look at that, and, and then, of course, the fossil record becomes clear. The reason there aren't many transitional figures is because there aren't many transitional figures, uh, because evolution happens abruptly, very quickly. It's not a slow process. And then it stays stable. So you've got long periods of stability with these punctuations of radical change, and then it stabilizes again. It stays that way. And if you look at Earth over the last 50,000 years, you can see quite clearly that we are living through one of those punctuations. Humans are, are a part of that process. And uh, basically what you had was a bunch of monkeys around this planet. And we had some language monkeys. That really upped the, uh, upped the game a lot. And then when writing happened, it all shifted. And the planet is in the middle of a transformation. That's that term Noocene, uh, this new period rendering. And a new species, a, a stable species, is emerged in last seven million years. Uh, and uh, the main difference between the new species and the old one is basically they function in language, the way their language machines function. Oh, God, I can go on. I'm going to shut up and let you react to that. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I find that very fascinating, and uh, I, I, I certainly, uh, it, uh, it seems uh, certainly plausible. You, um, I don't know if you're familiar with... Uh, uh, who postulates the idea of the novelty of time, that, it, that time does not flow evenly, but uh, uh, I'm sorry, I missed, again... I what, what you said. Who, what, who, what was the name you, you said? Uh, uh, Terrence McKenna. Oh, Terrence McKenna. Oh, yes, of course. Listen, Terrence McKenna and I go way back. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, he, he speaks about the idea of novelty of time and that yeah. time doesn't flow evenly. So that kind of ties in with, with him as well. And certainly you could speak of um, Rupert Sheldrake and yeah. his idea of um of change happening and being you know carried on very quickly through a species at times uh, uh that information is passed through racial memory uh, and and doesn't necessarily have to take you know thousands and thousands of years yeah yeah you've been reading the same people i I have. I'm going to post my bibliography for you in the uh, in the room here. I've uh, kept track of my reading over the years, and uh, that URL I just posted will take you to a list of the books that have been most influential in my life, and I suspect that you and I share a great deal there. <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah. Where, yeah. where will I find this, you were saying? Oh, okay. I, oh, I, I just posted it in the room. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. yeah. So you teach college. Well, you teach drama? Uh, yeah, I teach uh, 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 theater courses. I actually teach uh, general humanities, um, but my my bat my field is in uh, the private studio where I teach acting classes. But um, again, I, think, I lost the last twenty seconds or so. Again, you're breaking up, uh, and I missed oh, that. Okay. So so try it again. Uh, 
You sure. were telling me yeah, what I, you teach. I, uh, I teach uh, the theatrical arts. I also teach general humanities. Um, I, but my primary uh, level of experience is in the performing arts. I teach acting and directing, and uh, I even have my own private studio where I, I have students. And uh, um, I think a lot of my students like my my approach to acting because I tie a lot of this, the the these ideas of consciousness and 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 reality and language into uh, uh, my 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 approach to acting. Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah, 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 I'm getting most of it. It's just occasionally it just breaks up and I lose maybe twenty, ten or twenty seconds of something, and I have to ask you to say it again. But most of what you're saying is coming through nice and clearly. So, yeah, I'm having I'm having a little bit of the same problem on my end. I'm, you know, every once in a while I miss ten or fifteen seconds. But, but yeah, yeah, that's frustrating. I think it's probably uh, Mokshu. I don't think it's either you or me right now, but. Who knows? Oh, yes, acting. That's a, something I've... Um, it scares the hell out of me. I'm, I'm clearly aware of the fact that I'm an actor all the time. But the fact is, people don't criticize me as an artist. They just think I'm an asshole. <laughs> you know? and, and I can take that. If I was being criticized, you know, when you stand on a stage, you're just asking for it. You know, I mean, in life, if you're That's not true. convincing, like I say, they just think you're an idiot. You know? They don't yeah, yeah, you as a bad actor. <laughs> you probably be complex and want to be crucified, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Acting is the... Uh, well, I mean, it's what we do all the time. It really. It is true. It is and true. And somehow it, it becomes different. Like I say, when you put yourself on a stage or in front of a camera and you're announcing that you're acting, that changes the whole game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does for most, yeah. I have uh, I have friends who will... Uh, uh, who say they they love me dearly, but they say George, you always make me nervous because you're an actor. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, actors lie to us. I'm like, no, no, you must understand. Actors don't lie. Our job is not to lie, but to try to figure out how to tell the truth about people. But they don't always see it that way. Well, no. What they realize though is that uh, well, I, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And so people actually tell you that that they 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 don't tr- they don't know whether they can trust you or not. That shows you uh, yeah, the depth makes- of their of their unconsciousness because they think they can trust other people. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. I don't know if I lost you or not. Am I coming through? Yeah, yeah. It, it, like I say, it's a little spotty, but for the most part, I uh, I'm picking it up pretty good. Yeah. It might be well, it might be the time of the day. Maybe there's more uh, talk shows going on and burdening the system during this time of day. Perhaps I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I've I've been here for almost a year now, and um, sometimes it works great, and sometimes it doesn't. I haven't really. I'm not really clear why or when. You know, it just yeah. seems to. You know, for the most part, it works fairly well. Well, tell me, um, you, you must oh, you came in here and we're having a conversation with uh, Dave here, who Dave and I have known each other for quite some time, and um, we talk about this stuff all the time. 
so and you've obviously been thinking about this stuff too. So have you come to any uh, conclusions or uh, positions that you're interested in exploring? <laughs> are you speaking to me or are you speaking to David? No, I'm speaking to you. Dave's not dialed in here. This is you and me. Oh, I see. I see. I see now. Um, boy, you know, um, I've, I've, when I was a young man, I used to run around trying to tell everybody the way, the way that it was, or at least the way I thought it was, and, and trying to explain to them what truth was. Um, <laughs> I, I've certainly, I, I've certainly, through the years, have had what, I guess, some mystical or um, uh, cosmic consciousness experiences where I certainly uh, had uh, some major epiphanies. Um, I've gotten a little more cautious and go, gee, I, I don't know if it's it's real or not real uh, on, on a broad term. A person just has to, um, they're meaningful to me and certainly have helped me um have my model of what I think is of, of value about being a, a, a life form on this planet. Um, I get more and more cautious about trying to tell another person this is it. Um, but that's um, uh, about. Yeah, I'm yep. dancing around the subject, perhaps, but uh, it just again, I. I uh, well, years of experience have taught me I, that you I, have that to dance not. around this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. is one of the things that comes with it, I think. Well, I think so. And I, I was raised uh, by an extremely fundamentalist background, and uh, which definitely tried to uh, tell, tell me and, and, and people that this is what you should and should not believe and I've yeah I transcended that a long time ago and and uh I, I, you know uh, what is it Robert Anton Wilson said convictions make convicts you got it I love Wilson he was a great guy he, uh, yeah yeah I was uh, brought up catholic and went to catholic school much of my life up through high school I mean I went I think four or five years of public school in there are three years of school, but mostly Catholic schools. But you know, the thing is, I never really believed any of that stuff. Even when I was a tiny child, I thought it was bullshit. But I learned to keep my mouth shut because the the big people didn't like hearing little people say shit like that. So I just learned to shut up. But I I never had a moment of 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 meaningful understanding of the whole concept of religion it wasn't until I was 21 and after I'd gotten out of the Catholic high school and dumped religion all together that I uh, woke up to what that stuff was all about you know so yeah well I think uh, I had a Man, maybe I still do. Maybe that's why I'm an actor. But I had a, a, a strong desire to want to be approved of, and so I would try to make my mind fit in uh, into their little box. It was like 
square peg in a round hole. And I'd, I'd ask them, you know, I, if I asked certain questions, I, I would get this lowering face telling me, you know, well, you'll understand the answer to that, to that to someday, or, or there are certain questions we're not meant to ask. And I always kept thinking, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if, if I've got this brain that asks the question, you know, why shouldn't I be yeah. allowed to, to ponder yeah. those ideas, you know? Yeah. One of the other rooms I do here, the title of it is, I, you'll like it, the title is Only the Truly Religious Dare to Question Their Faith. Oh, I, I was there last night, and I knew I recognized your name, the, the, the Heron Stone, because I, uh, yeah. was, I was, I was, I was, I'm trying to remember, was it Alan Watts you were playing, or? You, you got it, that's it, I, that's all yeah. I ever do in that room, I just use it to play all my Alan Watts oh, lectures. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yep, yep, I was there too. So you obviously, uh, uh, you you keep well, catching my interest as I'm I'm yeah, browsing yeah. The, the 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 shows. This is great. Well, I'm really so happy that you showed up here. You know, I'm here um, every day except for Tuesday and Thursday around this time, from three to five California time. And, well, I'll. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd really appreciate it if you come by and and, and uh, you know and share, and we can explore some of this stuff together. Because I say I I'm getting a lot of reading and studying done though. Because I come here, I, I my commitment is to run this show from three to five California time every day except uh, Tuesday and Thursday, and I'm sitting in a Starbucks. Uh, this is where I usually do it. But because nobody ever wants to talk, I just play old rec recorded conversations and read and write here. So I have been getting a lot of reading done, a lot of studying done. But uh, the, the point is to actually meet new people and have conversations. Well, good evening, and uh, I'll try to stop back in sometime. I'm just getting ready to start school on my and directing a play, so my schedule is going to get kind of crazy. But I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping yeah. to, to uh, stop in again sometime. Yeah, do you have uh, Skype on your computer? I I don't. Uh, again, I just kind of got, uh, just started delving into this, so I was just browsing the web, and somebody mentioned Gizmo and tried. So I. I, uh, do you know I, about I, I do. Do you know about Skype? I mean, do you know what it I, is. I do know what Skype is. I've just never used it. But perhaps yeah. uh, if you you think it's better. Uh, well, it, it's well, no, I don't think it's better. It's just that it's it's real good. And it. See, I don't. I have a cell phone. That's the only phone I have now. And I put about fifty minutes a month on it usually. Mm -hmm. Everybody I know has Skype on their computer and we when I want to talk to any of my friends, I never use the phone. Uh I always use Skype. And I'll tell you there's a reason uh for that. And once you get hooked into this reason I suspect you'll feel the same way. But you know that sound is uh lateralized in the brain. The message from your left ear, about ninety percent of the fibers go to the right hemisphere and vice versa for the other ear. So when you're mm -hmm. talking on a phone and you're only getting audio in one ear, only half your brain is involved in the conversation, which is okay <laughs> if you're telling somebody you're going to be late. But if you want to actually have a decent conversation with somebody about deep issues, you really do need to have your entire brain involved. And what an interesting Skype, idea. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so yeah. obvious when you see it, and once you get used to it, uh, you you realize. And in order to do it, you need to. I don't know how you're talking right now. You're listening to speakers, I think, because I'm hearing a little bit of feedback. Are you listening with speakers on or something? I've got a headphone with a mic, but you may be hearing the television in the background or something. I'm not well, sure. I heard my own voice, actually, uh, coming back about a second later. But it's not loud. So you have a headset on. I do. With a built-in, I mean, with a mic. Uh, and a mic and a you know a headset with two earphones and a mic, right? Yeah, I do. I there uh, for a while there. I was trying. I I have a very nice um, uh, recording mic, and I was using it with a separate set of headphones. And I started yeah. getting that distortion, so I switched to this. But I'm not sure that's the reason why I was getting that funky yeah. distortion from uh, shoe phone. Yeah. Well, no, shoe phone uh, is is useless. So that that was its problem. Uh, the th- the nice thing about having the mic mounted on the headset is that you don't have to keep your head in a particular position. You know, it really frees right, you right. to uh, to move around. You know, so yeah. Well, so good. That's that's good. You've got you've got everything you need. So um, yeah. So we could. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to put well, my user. In my uh, my Skype username in the room too. So because if you download it, you, right. get, you can add me to uh, your you know friends list or whatever they call your contact list. And that's always cool. a good way to talk. And and the the sound quality there is just incredible. I mean, it's like it's like you're in the room with somebody. So it it, it makes a, a lot of difference. I'm looking, but I'm not seeing. Are you? What are you looking for? Skype? You mean Skype.com? Yeah, you, is that it? Skype.com? Right, yeah. And Oh, I got it. Then, I got it. And then just download. Are, are you on a Windows or a Mac machine? All right, will do. I'm going to give that a try. What the heck? Okay. Keep yeah, yeah. It's it, and it's a good way to get in here too. Uh, if you, I mean, if you use the Skype out, uh, I mean, you can do it other ways too. It's just that 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 works. I mean, it's a nice deal to get unlimited calls in Canada and the U.S. for three dollars a month. So. Right. All right. Well, listen, I think my wife is waving at me here. She's wanting my attention, so I'm going to disconnect. But great talking to you, and I'll try to stop in again sometime. George, thank you so much for uh, coming by. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to having more conversations with you. Good night. Sounds great. Good night.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.